SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Well, before we get into our thinking point, as always, I'll be taking your calls on uh, some of the issues that we've put on the agenda. And, of course, anything else that you may want to uh, talk about. The number to dial this morning, 011-714-2006. On the WhatsApp line, 0614-104-107. And on Twitter, at SFM Radio, the hashtag there, SFM Talking Point. Well, the issue that is currently uh, seek that is currently pending or unfolding in the Western Cape Legislature. Uh, legal advice is being sought on how to proceed. Is whether members of the provincial legislature can ask municipalities questions about what is happening in those municipalities and expect answers. This is especially uh, when the when when there is a sitting of the legislature in session. Cameron Dugmore is opposition leader of the Western Cape Legislature. Cameron, good morning to you. Hi, good morning. How, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Brett Heron is a member of Parliament and Secretary General of Good Party. Brett, good morning to you. Good morning, Cathy. Thank you. All right, and just a note to our listeners, we did invite um, the the provincial government to come on to speak on this issue, but uh, unfortunately they were not available to be part of this conversation. Cameron, let me begin with you. Where does this issue really stem from? It seems a bit bizarre, and I say this as just a member of the public, um, because one would expect that if there's a session that's sitting, um, all members that are part of the session should be should expect at the very least to answer relevant questions about the work that they're doing. Yes. Um, thank you. If I could also just say, um, by way of introduction, um, I am the leader of the opposition for the ANC in the Western Cape Legislature. Um, just wanted to um, just clarify that. Um, you know, this is, to use your words, a really bizarre situation. Um, I think just for the benefit of the listeners who may not be aware, you know, there are rules um, of the provincial legislature in the Western Cape um, flowing from the national constitution, which enable members of the legislature to direct questions to the MECs um, in our province. And those questions are normally submitted for what is referred to as oral reply. So in other words, you stand up in Parliament in the legislature, the MEC responds, and then you respond. The other type of question is called a question for written reply, where you write, say if it's about the city of Cape Town, um, you write to the, the MEC and you ask what is the progress with the investigation into fraud and corruption within the city of Cape Town housing maintenance department. Now, a bizarre thing happened last year where MEC Bridell, um from the DA um, indicated to the legislature, to the Portfolio Committee on Local Government, that the city of Cape Town has written to him indicating that they don't see themselves um, in any way um, accountable uh, to the legislature and that they would therefore not be answering any questions that the MEC sends to them, which a member has asked. I mean, this is totally unprecedented. Um, as far as we are aware, there's not a single province in South Africa where a municipality, in fact, we think this is probably the only municipality in the country that is taking this position of not wanting to provide answers and information 
to the members via the MEC. And they indicated that they have um, a legal opinion and henceforth they will not be answering any questions um, directed to them via the MEC from us as members. Now, that was under the administration of the then mayor, Dan Plato. You might know that Dan Plato is now an ordinary member of the legislature and that there's a new Cape Town mayor, um, Jordan Lewis. So essentially, um, we had a meeting last week, and I think that was the Daily Maverick article. I think Sunae Payne was uh, was monitoring that meeting. She wrote the article in the Daily Maverick about this. And in essence, the legal advisor for the legislature drew a distinction between oversight and monitoring um, and, and made a very firm view that if a committee of the legislature um, wants information, um, they, the city would be obliged. But then there's a so-called gray area, I don't think it's very gray, where the legal advisor didn't commit on whether an ordinary member, like say myself, if I ask a question to Pradell about the city, um, it's not as though I'm asking on behalf of the committee, I'm just exercising my rights as an individual NPL. And he didn't express a view on that. But the long and the short of it is that we're not going to give up on this battle. It's a fundamental um, uh, denial of our rights um, as members of the legislature and the public to oversight. And, you know, we will be continuing uh, with this um, battle. And we are also getting our own legal opinion on this matter. Um, But we believe it's um, simply an attempt by the DA to cover up what are emerging uh, scandals around um, corruption, nepotism, um, sale of properties to friends and property developers and so on. So that's in summary what we're facing here. Uh, a city in the Western Cape, city of Cape Town, essentially saying we will not answer any questions and you can do what you want about it. Brett, let me bring you in here. When you look at the reasoning given by the city of Cape Town and what the advice, at least, that has come out from um, the Western Cape legislature has been so far, do you think that there is a piece of the law that needs to be made a lot more explicit in terms of the role of uh, members of provincial legislatures and, and how far they can go in asking municipalities questions? Well, Cathy, I think it's implied in the law already that um, there's an oversight function um, in terms of the Municipal Systems and Structures Acts and, and in terms of the Constitution that members of Parliament and members of provincial legislatures can ask questions about ac- activities that are relevant um, in, in local government. If you go back to this, this issue in particular, the, um, you'll see that the City of Cape Town was answering questions from members of the provincial legislature and, the, and members of the national parliament until I asked a question about the homelessness camp that they established in Strandfontein. And out of that, the, that, you know, that question, the answers came that they spent 56 million rand on a six-week tented camp. The very next question that I asked, the answer was, we don't account to Mr. Heron. So it was quite a personal reply. I continued to ask questions, and then the answers changed that they are a different sphere of government and are unaccountable to um, the legislature. So I think that I think the law is clear. Um, I think, I mean, you as a journalist will know that the DA themselves ask lots of questions um, in, in Parliament and in the provincial legislatures. Um, and they get the answers, and then they use those answers to generate news and and um, to to share um, maladministration and corruption in 
municipalities and government departments. So if the city of Cape Town is adopting this position and their position is correct, legally correct, then that applies across the whole country to members of parliament and all members of the provincial parliament and legislatures in this country. It means that no member of parliament or member of the provincial legislature is entitled to ask any question of any municipality. And that will shut down a lot of of the DA's own work. So I think that allowing the city of Cape Town to adopt this position is not only against the law and against the constitution, but it's against the DA's own interests because they really do use questions to generate um, news and to generate outrage often about how things are being governed. We'll continue the conversation with Cameron Dugmore and Brett Heron in a moment. I'll be taking your calls on zero double one seven one four two double zero six. Imagine that, right? Imagine a situation where a council can say, actually, the only place we're accountable is within our own council. So if you want answers on this issue, then, you know, ask your representatives, if you have representatives that are part of our council. Otherwise, um, stay out of it. Yo, imagine if that happened in every single municipality in this country. It's 9.30. Liesl Wilson, Wilson rather, standing by with your latest news headlines. The Talking Point with Kathimo Sasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue the conversation on the talking point. Cameron Dugmore, he's opposition opposition leader of the ANC in the Western Cape Legislature. Brett Heron is a member of parliament and secretary general of the Good Party. Uh, They're still both on the line. Very soon I'll be taking your calls. Um, I wanted to ask Cameron about the MEC for local government, Anton Bredel, because he ultimately is the person who would be fielding these questions to the city of Cape Town. Is there a way of holding him accountable for the lack of answers from the municipality? Yes, I think that is one of the issues that we are getting legal opinion about. Because look, um, the problem that we have here, I think, is that Anton Bedell, um, who is the MEC for local government, first of all, he used to be the um, chairperson of the DA in the Western Cape. And you might know that there have already been two adverse findings against him for interference in local government to advance the issues of his party. Um, he's now on the federal executive, and he obviously has a conflict uh, because he often acts in a way, and the record uh, shows this, you know, to actually manipulate situations to favor the DA, and there are many examples of this. So I think your question is, is, is correct, that he um, needs to make um, a call as the MEC. He's got clear responsibilities in the Constitution for um, oversight and accountability um, and monitoring of local government, and yet he's making a very subjective call. In, in, in this situation. I think all of us are aware that around the country, and including in, in, in some municipalities in the Western Cape, there are serious issues. It's the sphere of government that I think has been neglected, often through bad leadership and bad appointments. And if we're going to get the local government situation right, the more transparent, the more transparency, the more openness, the better. So I think Bridell has a conflict. He's a serial offender uh, when it comes to manipulation of processes. And I think pretty much that's where the problem lies. But I think the media should also ask Jordan Hill Lewis, the, the new mayor, whether he supports this. 
I mean, he's uh, promised to um, be open, transparent, but essentially um, he remains a mayor of a city that is simply defying um, the provisions uh, of our constitution. And I think they're doing this because more and more whistleblowers are coming forward. I mean, we've got a situation where you could well find um, Stellenbosch municipality adopting the same attitude, and we have information that we're trying to get the full picture of where shortly before 94, they sold 100, sorry, they leased out for 50 years or more 100 municipal farms, mainly to white farmers in Stellenbosch. And we need to get the details how long are those leases. We hear they've been incredibly ridiculously low amounts given to these farmers. And while black farmers, um, African and colored, are trying to get access to these farms. So if Stellenbosch now adopts this position of Cape Town, then we have a further problem. And I think, as Brett Heron said, um, the issue is that, you know, this will then have a huge impact across South Africa. All right. Thanks for that, Cameron. Brett, let me give you the last word here. Yeah, I agree that um, Anton Burdell is not exercising his um, authority as a member of the Executive Council in the interests of good governance, but rather in the interests of protecting the DA. Um, and so... He should, he should, as the executive authority, um, require the city of Cape Town to answer questions. Um, and, and he's not doing that. He's, he's um, taking sides with the city of Cape Town and creating a, a, a situation of hypocrisy. Because if a member of the provincial legislature, and I was one until February this year, if you ask a question of another municipality, he gets the answers from those municipalities. If you ask a question to the city of Cape Town, you get the standard reply that the city um, does not regard itself as accountable to the provincial legislature, that he has taken legal advice and, and that he essentially agrees with that position. So he, he, he's um, sort of complicit with the, with the city of Cape Town, but created this contradiction for himself and his party. Um, and the implications are that if, the, if this is taken to um, a, a court and the court decides that the city of Cape Town is correct. It shut down all questions across the whole country for all members of parliament and all provincial legislatures. And it, it's, it's counterproductive, I think, for the DA. But Anton Bedell is hugely conflicted. And I think that he should be insisting on the city of Cape Town answering these questions in terms of his powers in the Municipal Systems and Structures Act. All right, let's leave it there for this morning. Brett Heron, let me thank you for your time. Cameron Dugmore uh, as well. And unfortunately, you know, um, the MEC for local government, uh, Anton Bredel, was unavailable for this conversation. Would have been great to hear his side of the story and understand why it is that he is allowing the city of Cape Town to get away effectively with not being accountable, at least not in the way that other municipalities are expected to account. It's one of those stories that we'll keep a close eye on. You heard there that it's still very much something that is being negotiated through legal process as well. So we'll have to see what the final outcomes are.